This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. First of all, I have to say, since he ain't gonna announce me, I'll announce me. Tell little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, coming to the stage here in Homestead, Florida, Dade County, 305, represent That's all right? And uh, yeah. good to yeah. see y'all. <laughs> yeah, all right, gotta get, gotta get some energy in this room. <laughs> number right. one, number two, um, in, in uh, layman terms, I know I got some kids in here, but these are impactful words, they're very passionate. My schedule ain't compared to these NASCAR drivers and what y'all got going on. I mean, it's grueling, it's grinding. Do we relate to each other? Absolutely. Are we both hard workers? Clearly. And number three, when it came to us getting together with Trackhouse and being a part of the whole NASCAR family, it was um, number one, something that I had been manifesting for a long time. The minute that I saw that car parked in front of Slam, which is one of our schools in Little Havana, La Pequeña Havana here, one of my own neighborhoods, and when I saw the disconnect between the kids and the car, meaning they were so excited to see it, it's like they saw a spaceship. And that's what I mean by the disconnect, meaning they didn't, they didn't even know that, that that world really existed. And I already automatically saw an opportunity to teach these kids that they could be owners, they could be technicians, they could be engineers, they could be drivers, uh, physical therapists, pit crew, you name it. There's so many opportunities within the world of, of NASCAR. And that's basically how this came about because our visions aligned and our goals were the same, that it wasn't just about generating and winning. It was about utilizing the music, that platform, and utilizing the platform of what it is, racing, and, and bringing a culture, community, and everybody together and just showing everybody that we're here to unite and not divide through the platforms that we have. As far as the new album, Trackhouse, uh, what better name than that for the new album? Mm. And if y'all listen to the album and what's in the album, I did it on purpose. I put a lot of different records in there. I put English, I put Spanish, I put Mambo, I put, uh, you know, uh, how can I, T-Pain, he starts it off. So it's me, mm -hmm. T-Pain, and Micha on it. And, and, and T-Pain on a Spanish record, which, you know, T-Pain from Tallahassee, he a Florida boy, he speaks Spanish regardless. <laughs> <laughs> but all I'm saying is it's a beautiful thing to bring these two platforms together so that every culture can enjoy and understand that there is an opportunity in NASCAR and Trackhouse is the one running point on that. Damn, yeah. Dolly. Yeah. I bet right, that answered every question. I think that's point. it. No, nah, no, I'm just messing no, I'm kidding. Slam Radio. Yeah. And I was just wondering, what makes Trackhouse Racing and the racing industry so important to you and so special to you that you would even name an album after it? What makes it important to me for Juan Armando and uh, Slam Radio, we should let the whole world know at, at this point that uh, Slam High School is the only high school in the nation with its own radio station. So one time for Slam Radio and Sirius for giving us that opportunity. You know, Armando, what makes it different is because we do it because we care. You know, a lot of people, don't get me wrong, it's, you know, it's a sport, we're here to win, and it's a business, you're here to generate. But when you have a purpose and you have a real cause behind it, that's what makes it special. And that is why uh, I got involved in the first place. And second of all, why I would name the album that is just to create more awareness, not just through the NASCAR community, not only in the United States of America, but also around, uh, all around the world. And when you do that uh, from a good place, 
There's a saying that says, do good and be well. And that's what we live every day of our lives. And I tell y'all all the time, I know y'all hear it in the records, but it's the truth I live by, you know? Every day above ground is a great day. So what I do is I take advantage of each day to see how we can help those that need it the most. And that's what the Pitbull organization is about, and that is what Trackhouse is about. And that's why this is, a, I would say, a priceless relationship slash connection. And one of the things that I, w I was really surprised by when we were talking about your biggest fan base and where they are across the world, Middle East yep. and uh, Australia, uh, um, Asia. Middle East, Mexico, India. India is a huge uh, market for us. Uh, China as well, but, you know, it's, it's hard to get into China these days. <laughs> but. <laughs> but bottom line is this. It just goes to show you that music is a universal language the same way that racing is. You know, if you look at a franchise like Fast and Furious, Fast and Furious found a way to make everybody feel involved. It's not just about the car. It's all about family. But if you look at the characters in it, everybody feels like they're a part of Fast and Furious because everybody's representing a certain culture, a certain community. But that's the same way we feel about Trackhouse, and that's what we have brought to the table for, I feel, NASCAR. Awesome. I know, Jeff, you answered you, raise your hand first, so go ahead. I try as much as I can, to be honest with you, but most of the time I'm, I'm taking off on Sundays, you know, to get to the next spot. Uh, what I do is I have someone in the team. His name is Elvin, and he is track house fan number one. <laughs> so he keeps me up to date on everything that's going on. And what I try not to do is I keep in touch with the drivers. I, I shoot them notes here and there. What I don't like to do is overwhelm them, you know. So I'm always here whether if they need advice and any time that the team says, hey, we really need you at this event, uh, I try my hardest to move. And when I say I, I mean we, I mean us. I don't do this by myself. Uh, to move everything around to find a way to make it happen. Hence the term why we're here today. I mean, we were just in Boston last night. And I want to give a big shout out to Enrique Iglesias and Ricky Martin for giving me an opportunity to be able to, to tour with them. So coming off stage last night, coming straight to Homestead, just goes to show why dream when you can live it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Was that now? I sleep is for the dead, man. I got to enjoy this ride when I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, where are we going next? Right, right here. Yeah. Right, here? right here, right here, right here, right here, right here. Where are we going? Oh, right there, my bad. Hey, we'll um, go next, right here. Yes, sir. And then we'll go to him, um, Greg Engel, um, with Forbes. You, you have this energy, man. I mean, we've interviewed you online. You know, this is the first time in person, and I get energized just watching you online and watching your energy. Um, you're now on my playlist, which I'm obviously not in your demo. Um, hey, you'd be surprised. My demo's from the no, no, diaper I'm to not, the diaper. I mean, I mean, and that, that's not a dig, my man. I mean, just for me, you know, but anyway, so I listen to that. I want to know, though, how do you keep this energy up, man? I, I mean, you say, you you know, sleep is for the dead. I agree with you there, but so, how do you do it? So here's a little secret. I'm a first-generation Cuban-American, Miami boy, raised in the 80s in Miami. So I'm a product of Miami in the 80s, I just never did the product. <laughs> but I got the energy, though. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. derivative. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, you were next, yeah, sir. Yeah, go ahead, brother. Right here. <laughs> Thank you, boss. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Armando. I'm Alfred Edmond, Jr. with Black Enterprise. I'm here in part because this is the 20th anniversary of NASCAR's Drive for Diversity, which they started in 2004. Um, I'll admit, I was one of the people that said, NASCAR is going to do a drive for diversity. This may take 100 years. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually only taking less than 20. I mean, there's you, there's Michael Jordan, there's yes. Roger Carruth, there's obviously Bubba Wallace. And I'm not just talking about that. I'm talking about even the executives in the organization. 
who I've met over the last, um, this past year. Um, what does it mean to you to see that NASCAR is not just walking, I mean, talking the talk, but walking the walk, to actually put points on the board in the, in the area of diversity? Well, you know, it's funny you say that. One of the neighborhoods that I, I lived in here in Miami, which went from the heroin capital of Miami to the art mecca of the world, now it's called Wynwood. And uh, Wynwood, the saying is, don't talk about it, be about it. So there's nothing better to be a part of an organization and partner up through an amazing team like Trackhouse, be a part of an organization that ain't just talking about it, they're being about it. And what I, you know, me and my fairy tale story of NASCAR, why I relate to it at a whole nother level is because, you know, I'm a negative to a positive. And uh, if it wasn't for a teacher changing my life and certain people giving me the right direction, then we all know how this story ends. Plenty of us could tell you, prison, dead, that simple. Or in this day and age, snitches in the sport, so, you know, that's not uh, how I was raised, but either or. I'll tell you that why. Don't talk about it, be about it. Negative to positive is my story, and so is NASCAR's story. They started bootlegging and moonshining, right? And they took that and made it one of the, not one of the, the biggest sport in the United States of America, and now we're here uh, throughout Drive for Diversity to make it something that is worldwide. And that to me, it's an honor to be here, and I always love to get involved with things that are a challenge. And I love when people don't believe, I love when people hate, when they dislike, uh, when they talk shit. That just doesn't add fuel to the fire, that erupts the volcano, and that's when we show up and show out, and that's what we're doing right now. <laughs> Thank you for a great question, my friend, appreciate it. All right, so I see a lot of hands in the air, and we've got like uh, time for two more. Um, Holly had originally put her hand up. I'll come to you, because I know you're you're, you're, you need you need some moment here. Holly, did you, did you have a question or are you done? Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't know where I was looking. Hello. Thank you for being here. Oh, thank you. What What is the reception like for you as you walk around the garage? What has it been like for you to actually be here? We know everybody loves you and loves your what what you're doing, but what's it like for you being here? You know, that's a great question. As so, when I first came out to Daytona 500, it was during. It was right after the shutdown, and NASCAR happened to be one of the only sports to open up, right? So the first reaction was, and what the fuck is Pitbull doing here, <laughs> okay? <laughs> what is Pit doing here? So I got it, you know, we walking around, we doing what we doing. Second time that I came out, I brought a, a good friend of mine, a mentor, a business partner, and his name's Tony Robbins. So now they're looking, they're going, what is Pitbull and Tony Robbins doing here? Which, by the way, we look like twins together, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny <laughs> <Yeah>. DeVito. <laughs> That's what we look like walking around. By the third time I came out, I started to see track house hats, track house shirts, track house jackets. And that, to me, it, it showed the impact. So I love to, again, be involved with new challenges and, and learning different people and how they move. I love the loyalty behind the fan base of NASCAR. It's phenomenal. And when I really fell in love was at Daytona 500, 2020. And no, it's 2021, I'm tripping. Mm -hmm. 2021. And I was across the street at the PF Chains there. And I walk in, and one of the NASCAR fans, he's like, Well, you sure don't dress like a NASCAR owner. Right? <laughs> so I started messing with him. So I, I, I sent him a, a round of beers. He sent me a round of shots. I sent him a round of beers. He sent me a round of shots. <laughs> right? And when I went to go get up, because usually what I do is I sneak off and then I, I'll go take care of the bill for them. He already took care of the bill for me. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, this is, this is the kind of folks that I'm dealing with. 
And that showed me a lot of uh, the community and the culture of NASCAR. And that's when I knew that this is where I was uh, not only meant to be, but I'm a student. I'm here to learn. I'm never going to sit here and act like something that I act like I know something that I don't. But I'm definitely here to learn. And that's what I feel like walking out there. Even today, you know, some people be like, it, is that Pip? Oh, Pip, oh. Yeah. They don't know what they call me. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. 305. So it's, it's, uh, it's a blessing and exciting. No, thank you. Cedric oh, yeah, Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cedric Hollywood, doing, 99 Jams. Yes, sir. Currently uh, Old School 101. But I want everybody in here to know that we have history. A lot of history. I, I knew him before he ever made it. When Luther Campbell yes, brought sir. him to my office at 99 Jams, and we discussed that one day he's going to be as big as he is today. Oh, man. And and here he is. Well, you caught me on surprise. Surprise, said I'm like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it's so good to see you. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey, I hey. Thank you, you always too. for showing me love. Yeah, so, oh, always. Yes, sir. So I, I do have a, a, a question because it's so important that NASCAR is now doing diversity the way it's doing. So. Uh, I appreciate the fact that you are a part of NASCAR because it's so many people who now realize that, you know, whether you're black or Latin or whatever the case may be, you can be a part of this. But how does it feel to be a leader as an owner uh, at NASCAR? It, it's a, uh, like I was saying before, priceless opportunity set and really what a, what a great surprise to see you. And once again, he's somebody that showed me love from the before day one, you know, and, he, and to Luther Campbell, he's someone that also taught me what it is to bring everybody together uh, through music. And to be here as, as a leader or a partner in an amazing organization, it just goes to show you that, like I said earlier to Armando, do good and be well. You know, music has always been an avenue for us to be able to, because first, between me and Seth and everybody here, see, Miami's always been underdogs. You know, anywhere, anywhere we went around, Dade County, 305, everybody one way or another, for some reason they just didn't believe in Miami, and that was a chip in our shoulder. So through music, we utilized that as an avenue to put Miami on the map, Luke being the first one to really, you know, I would say, crack it and, and um, be motivation and inspiration to us. So be able to do the same thing that we did with music for Miami and take that all around the world and be able to do it here in NASCAR and with Trackhouse, man, it just goes to show you. Um, when you have that chip on your shoulder and you're an underdog, if there's one thing you love to do is you continue to fight. And as long as the purpose is right, then you can count me in. You already know that. <laughs> and we're going to take it to the house. <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you. Now, thank you, Seth. That means the world to me. Great to see you, man. What last, a surprise. Last one, and we've got to run to another appointment. Thank you there. <laughs> An appointment. <laughs> appointment. Yeah, that's the next. We're on the schedule. Alfredo Suarez de Mundonado. Hola, eh, Armando. Tú y Daniel Suárez son orgullos para nosotros los hispanos, para nosotros los latinos, por todos los éxitos y, y, y el sacrificio que les ha llevado llegar a donde ustedes están. ¿Qué significa para ti, Daniel Suárez, verlo en tu equipo y a sabiendas que es el equipo preferido también de todos los hispanos, gracias a que tú y Daniel son parte de él? Bueno, para mí lo que significa, Daniel, no ser parte del equipo, nosotros somos socios. Y Daniel viene siendo una inspiración y motivando a todos los hispanos por todo el mundo, enseñándole que aquí hay oportunidades. Como estaba hablando antes, donde uno puede ser dueño de un equipo, puede ser ingeniero, puede ser abogado, puede ser eh, parte de lo que viene siendo el PICU. 
Y, y eso cuando tú puedes motivar e inspirar los niños, la cultura, la comunidad de nosotros, es algo que no tiene precio. So, es tremendo orgullo tener Daniel Suárez eh, un, de un socio en esto, pero no solamente un socio, es un amigo y un gran ser humano. Y eso no tiene precio. So, muchas gracias, Fredo. Y para todos los latinos, ya tú sabes, para adelante, para arriba, porque no es más nada. Siempre lo digo porque es la verdad. Dale. <laughs> so, so Bags asked me to translate. He It said, comes with subtitles. Yeah, he wanted to say thank you very much. We've got to go to our next appointment. Hey, to everybody here, y'all have a great day. I appreciate y'all said it. It's amazing to see you. And with that said, it's called Track House because the house always wins one way or another. Dale.